man, I've been on a decline tirade lately. Uh, it's because I don't want to roast podcasts, but I'm going to throw a little bit of caution to the wind and check out this show that is very new and has very few episodes, but is kind of intriguing. So let's check out how did I get here. You really must uh, come by my studio one day. I'll show you exactly how it's done. And I love the idea of this show. Um, it's hosted by Joseph. <laughs> And the podcast artwork's interesting. Um, it's just an older gentleman. It's like a corporate photo or a high school teacher photo. Maybe a yearbook photo. This podcast focuses on interviews from people of all walks of life and professions that share their stories, including the dream successes and failures they've experienced in life and answer the elusive question. But so many of us that so many of us ask ourselves, how did I get here? And from what I gather, from what I gather on this podcast, this might be a short one. By saying it's a short one, it'll probably end up being a long one because I always come up with ideas as I'm recording this. Um, I do have a few notes. I listened to his episode. Again, I make sure to tell you guys which episode I listen to so that people stop accusing me of skipping through episodes and not truly reviewing. I listen to award-winning broadcaster Tim Lewis tackles life challenges, life-changing challenges. Um, and I did skip around a little, but there wasn't much to skip through because there are other, like, I think he has maybe eight episodes total so far. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six episodes, which is weird. Um, because he started back in January and he just, he like records like January, May, June. Oh, it was October. Oh, wait, damn. So October, August. So May of 2020, then August 4th of 2020, then October 4th. It's because he's got a season attached to some of these. So I'm assuming he's using Anchor. Um, so you're putting seasons in your older episodes and you stop putting seasons in your newer episodes. I go back through the previous three episodes. You have May 11th, August 4th, and October 20th of 2020 and remove the season number unless you're going to be doing seasons because it's messing you up in, in Apple Podcasts. Because you want all of them to be in the same listing. Right now, if you look at the full podcast listing, you're going to see season one, which is last year's shows, before the unknown season ones, which are uh, the newer shows, which it messes it up. It messes up the way these podcasts display. It's kind of ugly. So if you go to How Did I Get Here, the podcast under self-improvement category, you're going to see season one. You're going to see the October 20th of 2020 episode be in the first episode. You don't even see the new episodes. The new ones, you have to go to like view all, see all episodes, and then you finally see the other three. Um, okay, now that that's out of the way, it's a really nondescript show. It's like, hey, I'm going to talk to people and we're going to talk about how did I get here. And it's an older dude. And I find it fascinating when an older dude's getting into podcasting um, because most, most people are scared of doing anything new or anything that's... Um, you know, new tech or anything that's progressive because it's kind of intimidating. So I actually applaud Joseph for jumping in. And I, I, I really would encourage more to do it. Honestly, this is one of the things I've always wanted to do for a podcast is to, and I'm sure there's one out there, 
but I want, I've always wanted to have um, a podcast that was dedicated to exploring my family tree and just seeing how far that actually goes. Because I think a lot of people in my family and everybody's family are really interesting and some interesting stories. You know, I got an, I got an uncle from Pakistan and he actually went, he lives in the United States and he married my aunt and, um, he went to Afghanistan for like two years as a, as a contractor, as a civil contractor, civilian contractor. And he's got stories that would just blow your mind. You know, um, everybody has situations like this where they have family that just, they have history and just fascinating stories. This guy, I just love that. He's somebody who's breaking the norm. This caught my eye as a listener as a podcast reviewer, as a veteran podcaster, I, I look at this and go, okay, here we go. Another podcast where somebody's just interviewing random people, but it's not because after I listened to it, the one episode, it's like, oh, these are kids that he knew that he taught in school, like eighth grade in some cases. And it's fascinating. And he, and he talks to them about that. Now he's got, he leaves a lot to be desired. He's got a lot of production issues that I think, but I think the concept of what he's doing is admirable. And I think that, uh, whoever Joseph is looks like a nice guy. And I think somebody needs to help him with his branding. And, um, like his artwork is his podcast artwork is just like, I think it's his high school teacher photo for the yearbook. And he looks like a nice dude. He's an interesting guy to look at. And it makes me want to listen to this show. Somebody needs to pick up on this and help him. If I had more time in the day, I absolutely would. I've got 5,000 million other podcasts to listen to, though, first. So we're going to listen to um, From Lifeguard to Miss Utah Contestant, Author, and a Mom. How did I get here with my guest, Caroline Peterson? Welcome to How Did I Get Here? I am your host, Joseph Anthony Batesel. This podcast focuses on interviews from people who come from all walks of life, ages, and professions that share their stories on how they got from point A to Z as they chase their dreams, successes, and failures, and answer the elusive question in life that so many of us ask ourselves, how did I get here? welcome yeah today is my okay very first so it sounds like on a technical level okay so the intro fantastic like he's got an intro um you know obviously we're not going to give passes here just because he's got an intro and 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 i think that he says what it is he actually digs in and says what it is i think he could use like an like a like a I don't know if he needs like a properly shiny produced broadcast level sound to it. I think there's something to the rawness of it. Um, and, and this is one of those shows where I wouldn't even try to, you know, try to ask somebody to be more dynamic, be more fast, because I think it adds to the, to the likability of the show that he's just super easy to listen to. How did I get here? Now, I guess for from a technical from a technical perspective, 
find Liston Peterson, who I have known. It sounds like he's recording in a bathtub. Very small. And she has a resume. and a So, Joseph, if I, you have to have a closet where you're at. Um, see if there's the possibility if you can set up your setup in a closet. Why does a closet work? Well, you have clothes in your closet that are hanging up and they absorb sound waves. When you're sitting in a room that's just a big square room, you have audio just bouncing everywhere. You have two options. Either you have to get a really, really, really great dynamic microphone that has um, that you can, you can tweak and gain stage and get just so perfect that it's not picking up any of that echo. Good luck with that. Or you do the cheap thing, which is either buy some, move your desk to a corner and buy some uh, packing blankets and hang them up. I always recommend that because it's the cheap way in. Packing blankets are like 30 bucks a piece. You get some with the grommets in them. You hang them up. You put some hooks in the wall and you hang them up. That's what I do. It's the cheapest way in. The second, the, the second cheaper way in, the cheapest, cheapest way in, without having to modify anything, throw it in your closet. Then and I'm still... <laughs> I know. Well, let's just tell the people that are listening how we met. I taught theater at Box Elder High School, and your older siblings were in my theater program, and you would come to the plays with your mom. Yeah. And he's a good speaker, yeah. man. He's good at what he does at his presentation. I thought to myself, I want in on that. I want to do that. I want to have the thrill of being in front of people and having that rush and enjoyment of entertaining others. And I'm so glad that I had an opportunity to work with you there for a little bit. And performing has changed my life forever and ever. Well, it was very interesting because I remember a few little things. Here's the beauty of what he's doing. He's already got a rapport with these people. He's got history. With He's got an experience. Expansive, I imagine, after years of teaching, probably has an expansive list of students that he could talk to and listen to how comfortable his guests are. This is a happy byproduct of the subject matter of his show or the way that he's executing his show. And you were just... And he's just a likable dude to listen to. Remain, you know, one of my favorite people. Oh, thank you. You're you're welcome, Caroline. Let's get into some stuff about you now. And apparently, he's in the in performing arts. Okay, so that means he knows how to speak. He knows how to present in a way that 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 keeps you interested. He's not flat. He's not monotone. You really wanted to be on a stage. When was that? God, if he was on a good microphone, he'd be fantastic. I think the the fact that the room acoustics are so rough in there. It, it's, it makes me sad because I think he's on to something here. The sheriff, when Kenan was the villain and Shay was the leading lady. And I remember laughing so hard through that whole show and thinking, I've had so much fun in the last two hours or so. And But on the flip side of this, I have to think about it as a listener. Why would I listen to this? What, what grabs my attention? What keeps me here? Why would I listen to these people that I have no idea who they are? Miss Utah contestant, award-winning broadcaster, young man, young boy who struggles with reading and writing, um, becomes a published author. I think, boom, there it is right there. Um, that's what he needs. That's what he needs. Okay, here's, okay so here's, here's what I'd recommend. And then we'll give it a rating where it stands today. I want to rate it on what it could be. I know I've done that before and I've caught a little bit of flack for it. 
Um, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to rate it where he stands today. But here's what I think. This is where I think Joseph could benefit. One, um, room acoustics, 1000% room acoustics. The second thing is I would upgrade the microphone or get somebody to help you with engineering, with your audio, gain staging your mic, and in, and possibly getting you into a space where you can just eliminate that room echo and get more presence. If you get a mic where you have, where you hear that weight to your voice, you have a great voice. Um, I don't have a great um, radio voice. I speak, I don't speak from my diaphragm enough, you know? Some people are just born with it, like our friend Joseph here. And I feel like if he got on a proper, really good dynamic, like sure, like, you know, if you, ha if you have to go cheaper, I would go with a, a Rode pod mic and a fed head um, and like a fed head. Uh, why can't I think of the word? When I say that, it makes it harder to think. I know somebody's screaming it at me right now. Preamp. Jesus. Pod mic, a hundred dollar pod mic, a fat head, a $89 fat head preamp and plug that into your audio device. And then at that stage you can, and then also your room acoustics and you'll be good to go. You'll be good to go. Um, if you have a little bit of money to spend, if you can afford uh, like seven or $800, I would get the road procaster because you can do real time audio effects and processing on your audio so you don't have to do it in the software later it makes your job a lot easier so all you do is hit the record button um you get those three things it's game over you're gonna sound amazing but it depends on how much you actually love this now the other piece i want to add is on your content i picked this up just after looking at your i think it's your first episode it is no it's not may was your first episode. the one we we're just listening to was his first episode it's kind of unfair, but the show is so new. October 20th. Let me see the other episode names. Yeah. Okay. So if you look at the episode names, I see award-winning broadcaster Tim Lewis tackles life-changing challenges. From lifeguard to Miss Utah contestant, author, and mom, how did I get here with Caroline Pierce Peterson? And then June 26th, I see Dr. Dan Black. I see BJ Harrison, audiobook narrator extraordinaire. Brandon Johnson, husband, father, singer, songwriter, and frontman for a band, Late Night Savior in Paris Lane. Something tells me this is going in a very religious direction, but it doesn't matter. Here's, here's, what I would, here's what I would recommend. That title, as a young boy who struggles with reading and writing, Jared Kwan becomes a published author. If you can establish in your interviews one heavy struggle that that individual was going through and use that in your title for every single title, what you've just done is created re relatability for every single title of your episodes. So imagine if you go, um, starving artists, starving artist becomes a, um, becomes a million dollar Christie's auction winner or something like that or auction you know what I mean? Or, or, um, child who dealt with parental abuse becomes an award-winning doctor or an award-winning sports person. <laughs> but what you're doing though is, is people can come in and go, man, I had a hard time with my parents. What's that one about? And then you got them. 
Do you know what I mean? Nobody's going to tune in for Dr. Dan Black. Who the shit is Dr. Dan Black? Associate Vice President of the Brigham City Region, representing Utah, covering areas. Okay, uh, there's religion here. That's all right. B.J. Harrison, audiobook narrator extraordinaire. Why do I care about B.J. Harrison? I've never heard of him. Why do I? Why do I care about an audiobook narrator? I sound like I'm being really accusatory, and, and I'm just I'm intense about it. But I I see a lot of light here. I think you really could benefit by following that narrative where you say, man, that October 20th title, as a young boy who struggles with reading and writing, Jared Kwan becomes a published author. All your titles should be that way. So, okay, where do you stand today? I think you stand at a 4.3. Um, for personality on the upside, personality, the concept, uh, the interviews, um, and execution, you're doing it, but I think you need to get some, some frequency issues. You need to be releasing regularly. You need to upgrade that artwork um, and the, the episode titles. And then obviously your room acoustics and hardware need a lot of work. But I think there's something special here. I couldn't roast this because it does sound basic, but he's got something. You know it and I know it. As a young boy who struggles with reading and writing, Jared Kwan becomes a published author. Do that all the time. Talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs>